0: Make it down.
1: I just had to do a little bit of testing or whatever, whatever, whatever. What's going on in the world, man? What's going
0: on, brother? How you
1: feeling, man? Another day, another dollar, man. Nothing too, nothing too crazy at all, man. Nothing too still crazy corona at all, free? man. I'm still corona free, but now, oh my gosh, <laughs> man! God, please protect the young brothers, you know, protect my right. people, right. man. To, Coronavirus is like, a, I don't know where did that, where did it even, like, what happened, man? Like, I feel like I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and then like, oh, yeah, there's a there's a killer virus outside.
0: Yeah, there's a pandemic that's killing
1: people, yeah. And,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it did kind of happen like that. I mean, it was very rapid how, how, how quickly it changed from just being kind of like a little small thing until what it is now. Now let's see what's gonna happen in the next couple of weeks. It's gonna be crazy, man. Yo, how
1: long? <laughs> how long you think they're gonna uh basically have us like quarantine? Uh, is it quarantine or basically like we just? I guess yeah. I guess it, I guess the right word would I be mean, quarantine.
0: I guess it's like a pseudo quarantine, right? Because like, I mean, quarantine would mean like you're really like restricted to the house, but. Um, I, I think the, the correct uh, the correct term is social distancing. Social doing, right?
1: distancing. <laughs> all the all the introverts was like, "Man, we waited for yeah, this yeah. day. <laughs> we waited for the day where they gave us a title right, that didn't make it. us feel socially yeah. awkward."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never thought it would happen.
1: Never oh, thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man.
0: So it's yeah, pretty unprecedented, but hopefully we'll all come up, come out on top. So, what you Engage think? You think two? You think two weeks? Oh, I don't know, man. They well They they, they predict, the experts, wherever they are, they predict that it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, I'm thinking in two weeks we may be just in the thick of it. You know, I hope not, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, see, man, you know the weather is finally starting to get better now. Like, this is like the worst time for this to happen.
1: You know what I mean? Sun is, you know, the sun is is out a little more consistently. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, the weather's getting a little more. I got I think Friday Friday up here, I think I think we're getting a 60 degree day. Oh. I think
0: shortly. Sure, don't Maybe. quote me.
1: Don't quote me. I, I wanna say on the news uh that there was a sixty degree wait man, I don't wanna get I don't wanna get slammed. So let me let me actually uh look on the windbreaker left for weather. Man, we didn't even get a so winner. Cool we didn't even get a winner, man. This year, like there was no I'm not complaining, but I feel like allergy season, I'm a person that deals with allergies. I feel like allergy yeah, season is going to sure. be crazy. It's going to be vicious. Well, you know, I live in Atlanta, so it's already falling over everything. Oh. Already. Uh, yo, it's, it's <laughs> only March. It's not even spring yet. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But as soon as that weather breaks, you know, they don't wait.
0: These little plants out here don't wait. One it man.
1: Damn. Yellow. Man. On everything. Oh my gosh, man. That That is not. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Friday. It's going to be 64, but it's going to be raining. So that's whack. Uh, okay, yeah. That's a little whack. <laughs> that's a little whack. It's yeah, not the, the greatest weather, but you know, yeah, slowly but surely, we'll get there. ATL got chill with that pollen, man. ATL got chill with that, man. You For all the cats that deal with allergies, man, that's a. That's yeah, a
0: vicious the place cycle. Place be. It is not the place to be at
1: all. Mm-mm. I remember one time being yeah. down there, like leaving one of your shopping centers and was looking outside. I was like, yo, what is that in the air? Like I'm, th- <laughs> I'm like, yo, what what is that cloud of yellow smoke?
0: Yellow substance?
1: I'm like, yo, it can't be. <laughs> It can't be that much pollen, man. It can't be. Like, there's no human way. No human way. There's no way in Earth it's that many plants letting off that much pollen at the same time. At the same time, yeah. They're trying to fertilize
0: some shit, man. They definitely are. It's all over the place on everything. It's like you might as well not even get your car washed because as soon as you get it washed, it's going to be yellow again. The next day. Yeah man. It's rough. It's rough out here.
1: I ain't feeling it's it, healthy.
0: man. Yeah, man. So we'll see. We'll see how long this thing lasts, man. I'm just hoping that everybody is able to fully recover and uh we can get back to normal. At least at least have us have some
1: sports on TV for, for sake. Yo, thing. how about like yo, shouts out to my man K D, man. Maryland's uh, own, man. I'm yeah. like, yo! I looked on Bleacher Report. I was like, yo! It can't be not nah, KD. Yeah, he's not even playing. <laughs> he's not even playing. Yo, he contracted man.
0: the virus for no reason.
1: <laughs> yo, I feel like it was a conspiracy, man. I feel like there was like, you know, I feel like there was a Knicks fan that like. <laughs> They literally like rubbed their hands all over the jerseys and stuff and all over the locker room. Yo, did a Rudy go bad to my man KD?
0: (laughs) But you know what? I was about to say that, you know, I I frankly don't really care simply because he he chose the Knicks. Oh,
1: you know know what? Y'all Knicks fans have no mercy. Yo, holla at your man Dolan, man. Holla at him, man. Kicking Spike out the out the garden. Like is is that is that your guy? Is that what we condone yeah. him? You not me not our guy, but what can we do? He owns the
0: team. <laughs> you can't fire the ball. He owns the damn team. You know, we've been trying to get rid of him for
1: years, but
0: he's still there.
1: Man, oh, he, yeah. he got your team hostage, man. Hostage.
0: He does. He does. You know he's he's like a sensitive billionaire too. Did you see how he was picking those, the fans out oh. that were saying that were chanting sell the team? He's <laughs> like calling up security to kick the
1: fans out. He's like, he goes, "Yo, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> you must go. You must go. What's your name, you must man? You
0: removed from the facility.
1: Yo, is he do- like- is he done forever? Oh, right. I mean, no, nah, the guy, the guy, the kid that they kicked out. Like, I heard they, like, put him on like he can't come back.
0: Yeah. I think the first guy was, was actually officially banned. <laughs> he was actually officially banned, but I don't know whether they lifted the ban or not. It's it's, it's a mess, man. It's a cluster clusterfuck over there, man. Yeah, and and it's like he's a he's a stubborn ass billionaire, so it's like the more you tell him to the team, the less likely he is going to be to actually tell the team.
1: You know what y'all gotta do. y'all, y'all you know y'all all know the answer to the question, man. Y'all know
0: yeah, we do it with
1: <laughs> <laughs> He is a little older. Look look. Statements that are made in this uh, podcast or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I feel like I have to put out a PSA. You know, we are not, not advocating death. I'm not advocating He is an older guy, though. But,
0: but you know, somebody <laughs> want to sneeze on this sandwich, this ham sandwich in the morning, you know.
1: Maybe. Yeah, you're going to have somebody Rudy Gobert. That's the new statement <laughs> for somebody... Somebody intentionally infecting people. He didn't intentionally do it, but he he definitely was super careless, wild careless.
0: He was. He was very, very careless.
1: And it's kind of
0: like, it's one of those things like, you know, you get what you, get what you deserve, <laughs> and you were being an asshole, and guess what? Karma <laughs> came right back to you immediately. It didn't wait. It came right back immediately. But you oh, know,
1: you what? oh yeah, you oh you think oh you oh oh you thought you were special. <laughs> the
0: longest
1: this is a lesson to all, and I and I get it and I understand it. You know, I understand the person that's like, you know, you see something on the news, you don't readily and easily buy anything. Like you like, all right, I see that on the news, but you like, look, well, listen, I see that, but You know, you already thinking it's funny style. I get that. And even if you don't believe, you know, if you're slow to believe stuff, I get that. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's wild crazy to take your hands, even if you don't have anything, to put your hands on all the mics. That's wild crazy. That is. It is. I mean,
0: let's think about it. Corona isn't the only thing you could be passing around (laughs) or catching. There's plenty of other infectious diseases that you could possibly even catch. So yeah. And who's, who knows whether that actually did it, but it sure didn't
1: help. It sure I sure didn't heard, help. I heard Donovan Mitchell like is it true that he like physically, he touched his face like like it was something like in a somebody told me somebody tell me if this is, you know, not true. We didn't fact check, but somebody told me that he, like, put his hand on his face, you know, pause, like, just put his hands on, like, around him and stuff, and, like, got him infected. Did you hear that?
0: No, but I did see an article where it was saying that Jonathan of which it was very upset for quite a while, it took takes, it takes him a couple of days to calm down, so. I would have known that
1: that probably is true. <laughs> yo, I heard he was heated I, and heated at Rudy. Like, I heard he was, like, very, very angry at Rudy about the whole thing. <laughs> like, specifically, like, yo, Rudy, yo, what's your problem? What are you doing? I heard another story, and this might not be true, that, like, he was, like, going around the, the, the locker room you know, touching people's jerseys and touching their lockers and stuff. Maybe that's not true, but I I heard that. I heard it wasn't just the fact that he did that at the press conference. It was also that he was, like, wild, reckless throughout. he definitely
0: did put out a public statement and and donated some money, so. Definitely
1: sounds like a guilty party to me. (laughs) Yo. He, he did, I mean, he put out a public apology and everything, like... No, yeah, he put out a statement and
0: everything,
1: so, I mean, chances are he probably did do at least <laughs> some of that. So. <laughs> As a lesson to the kids, man, you can't... Don't believe yeah. everything, but yeah, don't... Everything isn't a joke, either, you know? Yeah. I feel like that with the corona, I think that that's the biggest thing that I've seen, that social media kind of showed that was kind of funny it was like you had a lot of people that were like yo I see that but I you know I ain't buying that I you see our statement you saw statements where it was like black people can't get the coronavirus I heard that in the barbershop. shop oh, yeah. like I literally was waiting for for uh to get my hair cut and cat barber was like man yeah, black people don't get no coronavirus.
0: You know, a yeah, couple barbershop of them, like is always, barbershop is always
1: the best, worst place to get factual non truths
0: <laughs>
1: How many urban legends were created in the barbershop? Yeah. I think I think that's where the phrase even came from was a barbershop somewhere.
0: You know? So yeah, well I mean listen. All those other times I think it's the problem is that all those other years of all these other diseases that never really did anything major, it made everybody just kind of feel like, ah, okay, it's another one of these, you know what I mean? And so that's the lesson in not trying to overhype things before they get to that point, you know? And so I think everybody was kind of like, yeah, this country's just, it's just, it's just going to be another Zika or something like that. It's going to be another SARS or something, you know, West Now virus. And it'll all be all good. Well, didn't
1: quite go that way this time. <laughs> not this time. Uh-uh. How's how's y'all markets down there? Like, have your markets? I'm, I mean, I'm sure they've getting they getting hit like they getting hit up here. But have you seen people still in a panic mode hoarding food and all that? Yeah, <laughs>
0: the bread out still have not recovered, man. And I don't know I don't know about toilet paper yet, but I know the other day on Saturday there was definitely zero toilet paper. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering why people why are people avoiding toilet paper specifically? You know what I mean? Like there's other things that you would probably need before toilet paper that would be key to your survival. But it's funny how people fixated on toilet paper specifically.
1: Nobody wants right. to have sh- nobody wants to have like shitty a sh- a shitty yeah. situation. <laughs> That's true. You know, true. Yeah, this is true. But yeah, then I'm would. thinking like, how
0: often? Not like how many times are you taking a cart full of? I don't know how much are you taking? shit? Like what's, what's going on in your household? You know
1: i just hit the sound button of applause i didn't mean to do that either but it happened so applause for the people that don't have any idea of how many times they take a shit, which pushed yeah, them to um, the you know to to increase the stocks of charmin and angel sauce oh, yeah. like literally the fights uh now <laughs> The fights that have happened over tope you know what though all of this has proven that one anytime that there's any disaster nigga, oh, yeah. you know cats don't have no mercy there there will be like if it there really are. got critical critical mm-hmm. like Just whether you... what people will be doing oh yeah oh yeah I, I have no doubt that like old women would get pushed over like, yo Nah these core rocks these core wipes is mine. These Kor- yeah, screw Like there's no mercy, like literally and and also I've seen like the bread aisle was done. Um toilet paper was at wait a minute. All cleaning liquids were gone at the Walmart I went to. Yeah. Now that I look, it was no cleaning liquids at all. Even mm-hmm. the stuff that people don't buy, they bought just so they didn't have yeah. nothing. <laughs> they bought the bottle that just says ammonia. On it. Yeah, exactly. No name brand, there's nothing. <laughs> like the the cover is straight, like Spanish. Like it's just you don't even know. <laughs> When you buying stuff that you have no idea what the ingredients is, you know, up the ingredients, but it's cleaning stuff because it was in the cleaning app. Yeah, just do it. You bought This'll a couple of bottles water. of that. <laughs> a couple bottles of of the ammonia Spanish materials. You know what I mean? But we're gonna we're gonna hope that. Um, I'm hopeful I'm optimistic that corona is uh is just a moment in time. I am very interested in when we'll get out of it. um I really don't want to be a month a month confined like that's not cool.
0: I think we may all go stir
1: crazy after a month i think i think um now Charmin stock
0: may be up I think uh like mental health drug stock may be up after a month i think that time in isolation for some people won't be,
1: won't be very good. wise. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm good, but I I realize how much I do like to leave the house every day. I uh, you know I do like to like get out. I mean, I I see also the advantages of not having to do it. Like I, it, oh, sure. these these couple days have really made me because uh, I never un- I understood it. You know, who wants to take the commute every day? I understand it. But at the same time, I was like, man, I'd rather get up and leave. Like, I don't want to be in the house all day long. But, you know, it's pros and cons. But I do get more of the pros now, now that I've done it for a while. Yeah, it's harder, man. It's hard
0: just being stuck, you know, in the same exact place for days at a time. Like, it's kind of. And you're not used to it, you know what I mean? You don't wanna to go to the office, but you also don't wanna be in your house the whole time either. So, yeah. It I don't know, man. If it's a month of this, I don't know. I'm gonna have to take
1: a trip somewhere and work from somebody else's home. <laughs> 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 not my <own. laughs> home. How many days do you think you can you could you could do working from home? Until you may start to, you know, have the shining, like a shining moment where you're hearing voices <laughs> in your head, you know what I mean, seeing seeing stuff written backwards in the, in the bathroom, in the mirror, like. I might have another two and a half weeks
0: before I get to that point. Maybe. Maybe another two and a half weeks. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's coming, though. I feel it
1: unbelievable we got prayers up for the corona thing we got prayers up for the corona thing. I believe that it's gonna move in the right direction but you know this podcast uh this podcast right here number forty eight had to double check myself number forty eight this podcast is is about this is a dun sun talk as a mess up my own title to my shit dun sun talk number forty eight but this is about an album that came out yeah an album that came out that you know there were some hip-hop kids that were waiting salivating yeah. for this mm-hmm. album i feel like i should do applause on that one there were people yeah. that really were waiting uh-huh. were waiting patiently um mm-hmm. you know and they you know didn't have hope. they didn't give up <laughs> they hope Yes, they didn't give we up out
0: mm Mhm:
1: And all y'all fans that thought like, let's let's be honest, a lot of y'all thought that this what, what were we up on? 10 years since it was like initially said that it was going to come out? I feel like it's been a, yes, almost it, a decade.: it's been,
0: it's been 10 years since he signed with Rock Nation. So it's definitely at least been 10 years since he has been talking about coming out with album. I mean, babies have been born. You know, people have met and got married. You know, it, it's a lot has happened in ten years. Um, since you know he first signed and first thought the album was gonna come out. So yeah, it, it's been historically long, especially for your first album. You know,
1: first <laughs> So for all for all those years, you know. It makes sense that the hype, I kind of, I missed it. I didn't really understand that the hype was that high. Like, you know, I didn't think that the hype had gotten to that type of level where, you know, cats were really, really salivating for this album. Uh But on March 13th, 2020, Rock Nation LLC released Uh Jay Electronica, a written testimony. His first um serving of musical food to the masses, to all the cats that were waiting for it. And uh I didn't have I didn't have any expectations. How about yourself? Um, yeah, um honestly it
0: had been so long that I had pretty much given up hope, like five years ago. Like I really thought that it was just never gonna actually come out. So I moved on with my life and, <laughs> and moved towards other things. And so when, when we started to hear rumors that it was going to come out soon and potentially sometime this year and potentially, you know, sometime in March, I just kind of didn't pay any attention because it's like, it's one of those things where you feel like you believe it when you see it type of thing, you know? So um, then when it finally did come out, I, I, like you, I just didn't have any expectations because what can you expect? I mean, the last thing. I mean, he he put out a couple of little verses here and there, um, but the biggest last thing I can really remember is Exhibit C. I mean, that was so long ago. It's like there's nothing. I, I don't know how you could have any expectations because he's giving you nothing to to tell you to lead you to this next uh, step. Really, I mean, that's how I felt.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, Jay and, and we we talked about this before. Um, about the the hype machine, right? So, Mm -hmm. hip-hop has, like, certain artists, whether it's, like, Andre 3000, um, Mm -hmm. Jay Electronica, I'm trying to think of somebody, Dr. Dre, trying to think of somebody else that, you know, the, the hype that they had around their, whatever album they were about to come out with, like, we all kind of bought into it. And there's very few people that the hype met like what you were expecting. Like when you bought the album, you were like, "Yo, right. yo!" Off the top right. of the mind, I can say, I feel like "Get Rich or Die Trying" to me, like the hype was there, yeah. and the album pretty much met the hype. Like, deliver it, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you kind of listen to you, like, "Wow!" Like, oh, all right, okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? And it didn't take him that long for that hype we're looking for the album, album comes out. So right. with, uh, you know, with Jay Electronica, we're talking about 10 years of time. So, you know, when it comes out, and I think now that I've been sitting with the album, I think that's the thing. Like, I think the amount of time, I mm-hmm. think the time pushed the hype machine. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, let's say 10 years ago, he came out with this. I think right. that people wouldn't really even like the whole thing, which is becoming a thing on the internet is like, yo, you got Jay on here. Like, yo, like Jay is like, not just on here, but he's giving you verses and 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 a hook, you know, hooks. You're like, yo, we looking for your get rich or your reasonable doubt or your college dropout can this be considered that, and this is your first album, but you got, like, ar- arguably, arguably oh, you know, one of the greatest MCs to ever do it is, like, featured on exactly. your album. Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. And, you know, that was part of the critique from, from a lot of people that I, I've seen and, and heard is that, Oh, well, you know, Jay is eating his lunch on every song, but it's like it's Jay. So, what did you expect? Like, if you have Jay on the song, one of the best to ever do it, and on multiple songs, then, I mean, yeah, he's probably going to, in some ways, outshine the other artists. But, you know, ultimately, that's kind of something that you should expect, kind of. I don't know. I mean, did you really think that? J electronica was gonna match jv bar for bar like that's kind of like why would you
1: expect that yeah i mean i I do think that people expected it i will say as i listen to it longer this album to me it is growing on me i i i'm not gonna say it's growing on me to the point that i'm I do think he's not getting a fair shake as far as, like, cats are just saying he's getting barred in every statistical. I don't, yeah. You know, there's a couple of records, and, and I, we're going to get into those records. There's a couple of records that I listen to and as I keep listening to. You know one thing, as I skip around? You know what is a bad thing about Jay Alec as far as his voice? I think he's, mm-hmm. I think I said this to you, I think I texted this to you, him being monotone or him kind of having yeah. like a voice that's not that much inflection, I understand that yeah. plight. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, because when you listen to what he's saying, like,
0: exactly,
1: like, yeah. Like some of the stuff that he's saying, and I know there's like hip hop fans like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, he's not spitting no bars. He's not spitting no. It's like, yo, first of all, a lot of y'all really have one way that you get whether somebody's rapping or not. You really don't like have an expansive understanding of like, okay, everybody doesn't rap in the same pockets everybody doesn't have the same flow melody melodies everybody don't ride the beat the same way and jay electronica to me he kind of has a talk rap type of like he's off on some stuff he's not like in a pocket you know what i mean but as far Uh as we talk if we're going to talk like we could go to genius.com right now I'm going to say that, like, most of those lyrics are legit, like, as far as, like, he is telling you something. He is saying something. Like, whether it's what you thought he was going to say, I don't know if maybe mm-hmm. that could be debatable. But if we're talking, like, mm-hmm. nigga is saying some bars in only a way he can say them, and it's not no, like, I mean. Not
0: fluff. Definitely not fluff. But see that, I think that's part of the way that Jay is kind of outshining him. In some ways, in some of these songs, it's not just about the lyrics.
1: People exactly. make it
0: seem like it's just about the lyrics. It's actually about the flow and delivery. And so when you get two different distinctive artists that are on the same track together, and one is energy is pretty much flat throughout the verse, and the other person's energy is, you know... Is peaking and it's dipping, and you know you're getting different inflections and giving different tones. It's going to look like this person is actually saying more or rapping better. And in some instances, you could say they yeah. But as far as the lyrics go, doesn't necessarily mean that they're giving you more lyrics or it's more lyrical overall. Um, I just I don't necessarily know if them together is the best match as far as. Um, You know, their styles contrasting against each other. Sometimes it seems like it worked very well, and other times it kind of,
1: it kind of, it kind of is an oil and water type of thing, you know? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, remember when Blueprint came out and Renegade Mm -hmm. was the record? Like, cats were talking about, I mean, it was talking about, you know, obviously, um, TakeOver and I I don't know, where are people talking about H-C-A or like I don't know. But TakeOver was definitely heavy. And sure. he, um, but Renegade, when that came, because M and J, you know, M and M had his, uh-huh. you know, gas that was really going going on around him. And then you had J, and it was like the mixture of these styles. Like, how was this going to sound? And you know, for years, <laughs> I, like, the na- like the main thing Cats would say is like, Yo, yo, embody that nigga, man. Yo, I can't believe yeah. Jay let that nigga body him on his own record. So then, years <laughs> later, I had a friend that really, um, uh, shouts out the black. He used to always say, like, "Yo, man, yo, Jay was was saying some shit, man." Like, and and he would and 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 they would drown it out. Like, anytime he said, "Yo, yo, Jay was he was actually saying some shit." Like it, everybody, like yo, come on, man! You heard we you would you would name different bar lines, and you would name different like things he was saying, and you would go like, yo, man, Jay didn't even. But you know that is what I think this album has a bit of. Like there are pieces and yeah. times where, for sure, if, if you listen to Renegade today, and I'm talking like just don't, you know, don't just pay attention to the. Obvious difference in energies. Because I think that's the biggest reason why that song is like, you think Jay got murdered. But if you listen to what Jay is saying, yo, Jay said some hard shit on Renegade. And it took me years to really get, you know, it took me years. Ladies and gentlemen, there are so many years that if you had asked me when he, like, wasn't really matching on an album, you know, on a record, I would say... Renegade M had gotten him, but if you go, if you take away the, I mean, I guess you can't take take away the energy from, the, but if you go like, yo, what is Jay saying? It was hard. Mm-hmm. It just, it just the energy. M's energy is just such a. It's really a part of like what makes Eminem Eminem, that you you miss the fact that you know Jay was saying, yeah, you know, Jay was saying some stuff. Right,
0: exactly. And, and Eminem as always was a technician as far as the words he was saying and how he was saying the words. But as far as um, you know, comparing the content of the verses, really no comparison because Jay is always gonna be, well, in that in that instance, more weighted as far as the content goes. But Eminem is just saying shit nice. <laughs> you know, in a very precise way because he is a technician, that's what he does. You know. Um, so yeah, I do I do agree with that too. I think it is just a contrast of styles. I think of people weren't quick to react so quickly. I mean people don't wait any time. We listen to no it time. one time and this is my take. I don't like it. That's not how it goes. Like especially you remember know, back in the day when we used to work wait for an album to come out and we would we would have to digest that album. You have to listen to that CD at least three to four, maybe five times before you actually had your opinion on it. But now it's like a rush for people to judge something immediately so you could be the first one to have an opinion when you don't allow yourself to actually take in the art. You know what I mean? But this album definitely, I felt like with each listen, I liked it more. And that's what good albums should be. Either it should be on that first listen, or it should be something that grows on you. Um, and I feel like this this one is one of those that definitely is one that will grow on you. Um, and because the sounds are so different and it's so unconventional, it's kind of impossible for you to like it on the first listen. You know what I mean? Because it's nothing similar to it. You know, it's not um, it's not a, a conventional it's not a conventional song on the whole album what I would argue. Like there's no real structure to it. So it's more minute for you to kinda of adjust your ears to actually listen to it the way you should listen to it album.
1: What do you what do you think that comes from? I feel like in the last definitely ten, maybe fifteen I feel like in the yeah. age of like people wanting to get their first, especially in this internet age of just yeah. po- posting and blogging. I feel like when blogging was hot, yep. cats mm-hmm. would, like, just rush to have a opinion. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think? I mean, is it because of the blog era? Like, those blog parents birthed these, like, kids that are very quick to judge music and and quick yeah. to judge albums and you know, it's it's so easy to call something trash versus mm-hmm. actually like sitting with it. Mhm. I think that's I think that's a major part of it.
0: It's the block era, it's also the social media thing. Like that's with literally everything. Everything. It's not just music. It's T V shows, it's movies, it's everything that you can have an opinion on because there's so many because Social media gives everybody a voice. There's so many voices that you want to be the first voice so that, that way you can be heard. You know what I mean? Um, back in the day you have to have some kind of credentials for your voice to actually be heard in a magazine on, you know, in an interview or whatever the case may be. Now all you have to have is some, some fingers that actually work and in an internet connection and you have a voice. You have a platform. So people want to be the first one to actually voice that opinion because the second thing or another part of that is, you know, music don't live very long. You know. Every week there's thousands of songs that come out. So if you don't get your opinion out now, by next week nobody's
1: gonna care about your opinion.
0: So you no, know, it's it's the microwave society. That's Super the way microwave. that's the way everything is.
1: What are some records that uh that you would say kind of stood out to you and that you would say like maybe maybe two or three records that you really found to be like these are the ones that you uh-huh. would say really kind of showcase the best parts of this album. Uh, uh, so I think honestly um, so, the,
0: so the first track is basically an intro and it's basically just on just giving speech, features really no it's not really a song. And so you don't really get into songs to track number two. I would say two, three, and then four. He was on a great one. Okay. I like two, three, okay. four. Um, so that would be Ghost of Soldier swim, The Blinding, and then The Never Ended Story. I like those. Two. Uh, um, and Shiny Blue Theory, not so much. I like Universal Soldier. Um I like part of Flux Capacitor. Fruits of the Spirit is exactly kind of what you would expect from Jane Electronica kind of. Kind of. Um, the then was Real I like that one too. And then the final song I like that one as well. Um but as far as standouts standouts I would have to say um Ghost of Soldier Slim, The
1: Blinding, and then
0: um uh, I would say probably never end story.
1: Wow. Well, you know, mm-hmm. this is this is one of those moments in which you know you say, you know what, that that you know my the records that I picked, you know what I mean, are pretty much the exact same records. Funny enough, how about that? Uh, <laughs> those are the same records that I picked. Uh, we had no conversation prior. To this, there was no meetings, there was no you know powwow as far as where we wanted to go with this podcast. Those are the records that I have written down. I have, um, have the ghost of Soldier Slim. Um, uh, actually, I actually have like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give like a like a little quick note, just a couple quick notes that I picked up on. Um, the ghost of Soldier Slim, uh, one thing that I really liked about. It almost reminded me of, like, talking about, like, war stories, kind of giving, like, a hood history lesson. Um, Jay-Z addressed the NFL deal in a dope way, kind of was talking about and gave away some gems on business negotiation. Kind of was talking about how, you know, the ways in which you're used to negotiating, you know, this is another way. You guys have done it this way. How about we do it this way let's see how this way goes before you you know just slander you know slander me like you're not giving me a chance to actually do it why don't you see me do it before you judge me and i thought that was a that was a dope perspective dope opinion jay Electronica really jay electronica really talks about you know one thing that goes on throughout this whole album with jay electronica and especially when him and jay talk it's almost Mm -hmm. like a conversation talk where Jay talks, you know, and and he can give you bars, he can give you his perspective, which there's a lot of his perspective on business, life, history, um, social situations. He's he's the best at kind of masking what he's trying to say around some other stuff. He like talks and riddles. But one thing that Jay Electronica Mm -hmm. is consistent with, it's a lot of religion talk. It's a lot of like, you know, combo that has, you know, I guess the right word is the right word. Islamic, like there's, there's terms from his religion that he kind of uses ways that he talks that I believe are definitely very heavy in his religion. And also I feel like a lot of songs he talks from what he was doing when he was gone, like it, or what his thought process was when he was gone. Um, And uh, I guess let me let me say my three my three records just to make them solid in stone for all the people that yo where are your three records? I like the Ghost of Soldier Slim. I like the Blinding. I like the Never Ending Story. Um, Also, I like Universal Soldier as well. Um, I do. do. You know, Universal Soldier. The beat is crazy. Yeah. And um, let me see. Did I write anything on Universal Soldier? Um, just, I felt like Jay Electronica, like some of his best bars were on that record to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that I was, that was like one of his best showings of what he can do. I thought, um, yeah. Universal Soldier that. was, was a good example yeah. of, well, yeah. um, he can rap. I like the last record a lot too, cause I, I think yeah. conceptually it's really dope how he goes, you know, it'll never end in the hook, but he'll cut that verse like, you know, I, you know, I don't want it to end never, and just doesn't say the yep. rest of the stuff. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So. And it's definitely
0: a universal message, too, on that song, too. But um, if you don't mind, can we go back to Oh yeah, no of, of Slim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one thing that I, I've heard several times, um, about a critique of this album, right? And I wanted to get your opinion on it. So, obviously, we know that the first track on the album is basically just a speech. So, actually, the second track of the album is really the first track, first song, anyway. Yeah. So, I heard right. it in many different places because of Jay's verse is first on that song. And... That was one of the, the major critiques that I've heard circling around is the fact that this is Jay Electronica's first album and it's actually Jay-Z that's opening now. How did you feel about that when you heard Jay-Z <laughs> first uh, as the first verse on the album?
1: I, you know what? I saw that in the blogosphere. I I didn't think about it until they brought it up. I really didn't think about who starts it off first until people were like yo you know why is it why is Jay Z starting your album it's your first album like why are you not starting do I care about things like that I mean I to me it's it's all about the song like you know I don't really care about it but people bringing it up it does make me think about it it does make mm-hmm. me think about it. Um, would I, if it was my album, would I have Jay Z start my album? Uh, my ego would tell me no. I probably <laughs> my ego would not allow me to do it. I, I can't, you know. My ego is, you know, would would make me feel like my first album. He's not going to start that off. But you know, did it make me feel any less about the album? I don't. I didn't. I didn't really think about it until they brought it up. How about you? Yeah,
0: pretty much. I don't know why we didn't think today, but (laughs) normally we don't have the same exact opinion on everything, but (laughs) that's what I thought too. Like, I don't care. Like who cares who starts the album? What does it matter really? You know what I mean? Is the song good? Is the album good? That's really all that matters. Who cares who goes first, right? I mean, it would be different if it was just a Jay Z song and there was no J like trying to fill on on the first song. Then I might feel a little way about it. But as far as who's was first, I I felt like that was kind of a cool thing, kind of because it's different. You don't really see that happen often, so I kind of thought like that was like a a, a unique thing in a, in a positive way. You know, and I I didn't understand it like why it was such a big deal for everybody. You know? You can't have somebody else start your album. That's like, you know? Then I saw somebody else comment that one of the you know, universal classics in hip-hop anyway, especially of the 90s, Doggy Style actually starts with a verse that's not from Snoop. It's actually Lady of Rage. So it's not wow. like it has an
1: of, you I, I, I know, album
0: that. that people would consider classic. You know, so I mean... I, I didn't think it was a big deal but I, I wanted to i wanted to see your opinion just because
1: I heard it so often
0: you know
1: yeah i mean i think i think when when time like as time goes by, I think one thing that people are gonna realize is that you know to me what what makes music last especially as far as like if you're coming out with an album, is really like what your idea is and are you able to present that in a way that's creative and new and it has some substance and um you know it has some of the pieces that structurally are needed it's like building the house uh if it has a solid foundation and some solid structure architecturally like I do believe that it's it's gonna stand the test of time I don't I don't It's too early for me to say where this album is going to sit. I do think in the future he's going to have to come out with an album, just him, um, and really prove, you know, once and for all, he can just get on an album. He can just give you himself, and that's just enough. I do think that uh, this album, like I was telling you before, I was like, yo, Bro, I think that this album, all these songs, I feel like were pieces. And I feel Mm -hmm. like some of them he completed. Some of them, you know, I feel like he's one of those guys that writes for five months on one song. Like he gets bars as he gets them. He adds them as he adds them. And I think he's such one thing that I got on the blinding when he talks about and let me go to my notes. Uh, wait a minute. Okay. I re- I read, uh I picked up on a bar where, oh no, this is what I wrote. I said, Jay Alec addresses the hype. He knows people expect yeah. a lot and says he's not afraid of the moment. Feels he's the mm-hmm. nicest. Like when he looks in the mirror and all he sees is bars. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. he, he sees himself as the dopest nigger. Like whether people see it or not. But he also is that guy that thinks about like how stuff like, is that song hot? I think it's hot. So it's
0: interesting that you said that. So that exact line I thought about in a different way. So I look in the mirror, all I see is bars. I thought about it in a sense of yeah, he could be talking about you know, bars as in lyrical ability. But he could also be talking about bars as in a jail cell, you know what I mean? Ah. Like he's a prisoner of his own celebrity or the own the expectations that he set up for himself. You know what I mean? Good perspective. So now he feels like he has to he has to, you know, achieve that level or else, you know, people won't be happy about about the outcome. I e this, this the reaction to this album right now. You know what I mean? So that's kinda how I thought about that part. But I mean, who knows what exactly he meant? But I, th-
1: I think I that's like not that a bad. I think that's not a bad. Uh, I think that's. <laughs> it could go both ways. Right. Right.
0: But yeah, he does. It, he he does acknowledge it. Actually, more than one time, he acknowledges it. That you know, he knows what the pressure is. He knows what people have been saying o- over all of these years. And I think that's the reason why Jay is on this album. Exact. I agree. Otherwise, it would have never came out. It would have never, ever came out. These songs would be sitting somewhere in a file somewhere, and nobody would have ever heard them until Jay got, got on them and put the battery in his back. Now, once you have Jay on all these records, it's like you can't not put it out. How could you not? You're going to tell Jay you're not going to put the album out after he wrote all these verses? No. Not so, at all. I think that is the exact reason why this
1: even came out. Yeah, I really I really think my my theory is they had these songs, these they, they might have wrote a verse here, <laughs> second verse there, or he, he got two verses, or he got one verse, and Jay being Jay and you know Jay being like a, a professional, like at this point, you know, he's fifty. He's been doing this since he was 26. He's been rapping even you know since he was a teenager. For him to come well, up I with hooks, for him to piece things together, like he's a writer writer. Like he's a guy that is you know he can he can do that. Like it's not hard for him to create. If for whatever reason like he's one of those guys that is forever inspired. Like they just are always mm-hmm. able to create and they don't have those hang-ups about Creation, I think he listened to that album. He figured out where he could fit on it. He, you know, obviously fit on most of the songs that's on there, and uh, even a song where it's just him. Well, no, no, no. Flux uh, switches beats, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh-huh. okay. So even yeah, that, yeah. even that, I think is by design. I think some of those records, it's like you know what, if he got it, like switch up the palette. Like, let's not have them compete. Even though it ended up, it ended up with them in competition. It, regardless of how they tried to not make it that way, it ended up that way anyway.
0: That's true. Okay, so speaking of Jay, right? Um, I don't know if you want to get into this now, but it's a good segue as far as um, so they're obviously we're both fans of Joe Budden, right?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the
0: podcast. You know, everything else he does, obviously. Um, but um, there was a comment that that Joe said about this album. There's several comments that he said, but one specifically I wanted to get your opinion on. Um, he said that he felt like this album was a Jay-Z mixtape featuring Jay Electronica. Now, we know he's prone to hyperbole. We know he's prone to, you know just blow things up and throw extras on things. It's the theatrics and things. But how do you feel about that comment?
1: Um, I don't agree. And I don't agree for this point. I think, uh, you know, we've been listening to albums for years. You know, the, the, we're hip-hop kids. Uh, we can tell, like, like the sonics of an album at this point. I mean, we, we can understand like, okay, this is, we've heard albums where you could hear like, okay, this is where somebody else did something. Like this isn't their album Uh that somebody else got in here and, and they, they switched it up. Like, um, I don't know if this is true. This is just an example. If Dr. Dre touches your album, you're going to, everybody's going to know Dr. Dre touched the album. It's going to be very clear from the sounds and just the structures of how it goes. Like, you can hear when Snoop has Dre, you can hear when Snoop doesn't have a Dre. And you can hear, I mean, shoot, album with the Neptunes, RNG, um, Gangsta, album with Snoop, you know, um, his first album, and like, he had another album where he had like a lot of Dre, but you can tell the difference mm-hmm. and you can kind of see where it's going. And I say all that to say, I think I stick to what I think happened. Do I think, um, even if for the cast that I see that they say 444, it sounds similar, it does not sound similar. 444 does not sound like uh, a written testimony <laughs> it, at all. Like, I mean, no. No. they they, they really, Only in the
0: fact that they. They're both low
1: fi Yeah. You know,
0: other than that, I don't really see any similarities, honestly. No.
1: I, I think, and I think Jay-Z, as far as what uh, we've known of Jay-Z since the beginning, since Reasonable Doubt to 444, mm-hmm. he's never had a religiously, one, he exactly. don't pick those type of sam- samples, but, like, as far as, like, Exactly. Like, Jay is on these records, but in many ways, he is on Jay Electronica's platform. Like, and that's what
0: that was going to be my exact point as to why it's not a Jay Z mixtape, because this is not his world. That he's 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 a great MC, so he can rap probably to any subject matter. This is not his world. This is not this is not the sort of album that Jay taught, creates. This is not the topics that he talks about he doesn't even talk in this way, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've never heard this. We may have heard bits and pieces of something, but not to this degree, not to this depth. And that's how you know it's a Jay Electronica album featuring Jay-Z, simply because of uh, the subject matter and the palette that's been been laid out for him. That ain't a Jay-Z palette. That's damn sure
1: not (laughs) A Jay Z album, as far as subject matter goes, no, at all. No. Like I, I don't, I, I think with the whole Joe Button thing is, I think Joe Button, he, he's a guy that's gonna he is an interesting guy as far as hip hop and rap and like where he fits in the history of it, because I remember I bought Joe's first album. I remember like Joe from the mixtapes when they had um, I can't I can't think of the title of the song but it was like a song that was on the mixtape he was on Mad Clue mixtapes Mad Envy mixtapes he oh, yeah, yeah. was he was in with the Desert Storm it was him Fab uh Dag the cat that was from Far Rockaway um Stack Bundles Stack um, Bundles
0: and there was another dude too uh shit. Paul Kane Paul, Paul Kane, Kane. Paul Kane.
1: Yo, Fast Brother Paul Kane. Like they had a whole yeah. squad and like at that time and Joe Joe was hot. Like when he came out with the uh Pump It Up, he was on the Def Jam Vendetta video game. I mean, he was he was he was out there. He was out there heavy. And a lot of people regarded him as he was going to be out of here. Like he was just going to go out of here. He had one album. I don't think the album did that well. People should go and listen People to that album because that album is mm-hmm. a sleeper. To me, it, it had a lot of records on it that some of this, the mood music stuff that you hear, like, a lot of that comes from, from that. But mm-hmm. my point is I think a lot of times Joe can look at other artists that maybe you look and you say, yo, why are y'all giving them that? Like, y'all guys ain't never give me that y'all never gave me like Mm -hmm. this like i'm the highest regarded like we can't wait till joe comes out with and i i'm not for all the joe button fans i'm not dissing joe as far as like he can rap we all know that slaughterhouse himself he can rap Mm -hmm. but i think there is a debate about like how highly regarded we're like are people like salivating for Joe to come and give them something. And I think that's always been kind of like past the, him coming out with his first album, people have not given that to him. And like for MCs that have not gotten that, and I think that that's a key thing for MCs who have not gotten that 50 cent wave that um, Dr. Dre, but I feel like 50 cent fits more of like what, and I'm trying to think of another artist that like cats were like, yo, when this comes out, the game is going. I guess Drake, like when, when Drake's first half is like, yo. When this comes out, the game mm-hmm. is going to change forever. He never had that. So like, it's like when you get somebody like, like, like a like he's a producer. Like he used to do a little like a song every five years or four years. Like now, now y'all giving him like the 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 freaking rocket. Like why does he get the rocket? Why? You know, and so once there's a chink in the armor, once there's a moment where you could be like, "This is your king, this is your guy." You know what I mean? This is the guy that y'all highly regarded as the guy, and he got this, he got Jay Z starting his first album, and it doesn't help him that he's got Jay Z. Jay Z is featured on this album. Like, you just get so many. You know, it's a, It's almost like. It's almost like the team that got, you know, when you used to play NBA um, jam and then you get a cat that like, uh-huh. on oh, 2K, yo, I'm going to get all stars, yo. I got Magic Johnson, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jordan, Larry Bird, <laughs> Moses Malone. I got the whole squad. Niggas going to oh hate God. you. They hate you. <laughs> Like the only person that's allowed to do that is your nephew or like your little cousin who don't know no better. <laughs> yeah. But if you know better, really play the game. yo yeah. man, come on, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? What you, what is this? You got Shaq, Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's just crazy. So it's like, yeah, Kobe. It so I think mm-hmm. people. Long story short, I think people look at it like yo he he has not done anything that you should regard him like that, but. I mean, you know, the the people determine it. The, you know, the people choose who they want to, like, who they want to give gas to like that. Like, he don't have no promo run. You know, there's no money behind it. Like, for whatever no, reasons, don't. you know, people people connect to him like that. Yeah, I think, I think all of, I, I do agree with
0: um, what you're saying. Like, all of the above, I think that is probably part of the equation. I also think that, you know, he's paid for an opinion at this point in time. I think that that's not his opinion. And that's not how he really feels. But that's how he gets paid. And so it's almost like Skip Dallas or, you know, Stephen A. Smith. Good point. It may Good be point. their real opinion, but they have to throw the exercise. Because that's the only way that it really gets any traffic. That's the way it is it, it disseminates across, you know, the hip hop, you know, universe is for it to be an exaggerated version of your opinion. You can't just say something like, Yeah, I wasn't really feeling that. That's not that's not gonna give me traffic. Nobody's gonna pay attention to that. Nobody's gonna click on that sound bite where you say, Oh, I wasn't really feeling it. But if you throw the extras on there, if you say it in a dramatic theatrical way, then okay, now we got people talking. Now it goes viral, and now it's a moment versus just being a comment. So I think that's a lot of, of of what happens when it comes to him, for sure.
1: I agree with that. I agree with that, and I think Joe's trolling. Um, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he likes the album, but it's it's too easy mm-hmm. a get to like go like, wait a minute, you know, it's all these things that you could kind of uh, touch on and and make it a thing. So I. I you know i i don't agree with people you know back you know just dumping on joe like you know i i joe joe is to be respected he is a very good MC. he's a very solid MC. he has he has skills like there's not you can't take that away from him but i do think mm-hmm. like you said he has become a, a skip type of a skip bayless type of guy mm-hmm. where and and that's him. Like he, I mean, on some level, yeah. what what made him be one of the bigger guys out here as far as podcasts and as far as being a media personality is he has strong opinions, Opinion. yeah, and exactly. that's what people are coming for. They want to hear. They want to hear. Yo, I thought the album was cool. You know, I thought the album was. You know, mm-hmm. what they say they want to hear. Yo, it's trash. Yep, yeah, it's exactly. garbage. You know what I mean? I heard it. I threw it out my window, and I reversed. I reversed past it. Oh shit! We got. We don't even have CDs anymore. You can't even trash something like that. Yo, I took my (laughs) own phone. I threw it out the window, and I backed up over it. Then I, you know, hollered at my cousin and had them, you know, call the insurance. But I just wanted to make a point.
0: Exactly. But again, that's similar to the point we were making earlier in that because there's so many voices that's being heard. You got to be the biggest and loudest and most extreme voice to actually move the needle. Can't just say a regular comment that doesn't apply anymore. It's got to be trash or it's got to be the best shit you ever heard in your life. That's it. Can't be in the middle. There is no gray area. Can't kind of like it. You can't kind of hate it. Has to be extreme. That's that's the way that we communicate. With I don't
1: I don't like that, and maybe it's because I have like moderate opinions in general you know i've gotten i've gotten right. flack for like being like much more of a like moderate like like middle of the road on some opinions but i i don't i don't even agree with that all the way because it's like it's some stuff i don't listen to it's some stuff i don't like like what i don't like i don't pay attention to so if like is there's an artist out there that's out I don't get joy from calling it trash. Like, I just kind of just recognize it as trash, and I just don't listen to it. Like, I don't look to find trash. Like, I look to find good music. Like, to those who are those people, I, you know, I respect the game, but I never did. You know what I mean? Like, from day one, like, before the internet, I'm talking, like, anytime I could find good music, that's what I was looking for. I, I was looking for good music. Anything I heard was trash. I never even paid attention to it. So it's like even today, it's like my opinions are usually like if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't listen to it. Like there's plenty of music that's just not good. And I just let that be that. Like that's just what it is. Like we 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 you know, I'm I'm out here trying to like get people to listen to good music. You know, there's no need to waste time and life force listening to something that clearly is either a moment in time or, you know, a, a, a trend, a fad, something that won't last. You know what I mean? And I don't even, you know, but you know, yeah, some, but some people, they, they, they listen to, uh, and also, I think also a thing with me is I use like, because Baltimore is like, you know, three hours maybe from New York, maybe three, like, you know, it's not that mm-hmm. far. It's like literally we used to get all our music from New York, all our music from mm-hmm. New York. But then when the West got hot, we listened to the West when the South was was going, when Texas was going. So it's like, I listened to everything, but I had a lot of friends that was like, if there was East Coast, they listened to East Coast. That's it. Like they didn't listen to New York, mm-hmm. that's it. They don't listen to West, they don't listen to South. You had cats that, like, when Master P was coming up, I listen to Master P, I listen to South. Like, I'm, that's it. New York stuff, it's like, yeah, it's too much stuff. It's too much, you know, I can't listen to all that. And then, you know, it's like, I knew very rare, like, very few amounts of people that liked. Like, I, I for the most part, liked everything except, like, I had specific people that I didn't like. uh uh-huh. Specific, you know, like okay, that I don't like that. Like it would be like, you know, all within the West, there were a couple of cats. I'm like, ah, I'm not. That's not my thing. You wasn't feeling Drew Down. That's what
0: you're
1: saying? Huh? You wasn't feeling Drew Down. Drew Down. <laughs> I don't even know who. You know, <laughs> yo, know, you know, somebody in the comments like, yo, you
0: don't you know.
1: I have no idea.
0: You don't remember Drew Down?
1: I don't even remember Drew. <laughs> Wait a minute, where was that from? What, with, with uh?
0: Uh, I don't remember, I think he was a, uh, a Bay artist. I think I want to say he was a Bay artist, but I just remember him having like a perm, some sort of hairstyle that was very different. Oh, jeez! <laughs>
1: what year was this?
0: Was to be the idea, bro.
1: Your boy Drew Down. Drew uh, Down, yo. The nineties had so many I'm... artists that was like one. Yo, cats act like one hit has happened... Damn. Like, yo, like, yeah. oh, it's no. with that. forever. It's like yeah, a million. Drew Down was definitely from, thank God for Google.
0: Drew Down okay. was from Oakland, California.
1: Drew Down. Let me Google this because I, I I don't even know. <laughs> what was the song that he was like, the you know, what was his song? I don't even remember the song. I just remember Drew Down. Drew <laughs> Down, man we learn something yeah. new every day. oh wow wow, wow. wow. <laughs> shout out to Drew Down. yo shout out to, shout to Drew out. down man pimp of My the year man, Drew pimp of the year ice cream man yeah man all right shout out to Drew down i got i got <laughs> i got to check you out man. shout out to Drew i got to check you out man <laughs> So, what uh, is this? Huh? I was going to ask
0: you one question for you because obviously I've dabbled in, you know, beat making and things like that, but you've definitely been a producer, beat maker, and things like that, right? I would like to say you still are, you know, once a beat maker or a producer, always a beat maker, producer, right?
1: Every, every um, now and again.
0: So. <laughs> The so one thing, uh, obviously, we know that, uh, and that was another point as to why this was a Jay Electronic album, because he produced a good portion of this entire album himself. Um, but I wanted to ask you about the production quality of this album, specifically um, the drums and drum patterns, or lack thereof, and the fact that it seems to be purposely, maybe purposely very, like, um, not structured and kind of sloppy and kind of, you know, pieced together. What was your overall opinion of that? On first listening, then now, after you've listened to it a few different times.
1: Um, And I feel the same way about 444. This is what I will say is similar about those two. Um, I'm a guy that, you know, I, like, you know, like I like everybody was trying to take Dre's drums. Everybody was looking for like an open, like you know, there was a time where he would leave a bass drum and people sample it. Leave a snare, people would sample it. Um, uh, Timbalin, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody else. I mean, Just Blaze got some crazy drums. You know, yay. You know, mm-hmm. so that, you know he doesn't yeah. really get credit, but like his ability to have like these just crazy drums like with bass and all these things like he he always has some solid drums so i'm saying that all to say that one thing i've learned uh recently with this album and 444 um and other there's other guys that's kind of like you know i'm a guy that i need drums i'm a big i need drums guy i really like the boom and the bat i you know i get i get why and I and you know, the samples that Jay used, I get why. Because the samples are the the pieces he picked are so good that if you do yeah. put drums behind like drums, as good as they are as far as creating rhythm and, and now you know uh producer hip hop nerd. Talk, all the cats, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put the alarm on. This is hip hop nerd talk. I'm just gonna, you know, for the guys that this is only for the people that read liner notes. You know, if you don't read liner notes, you can cut it off right now. It's okay.
0: It's all right.
1: Um like sometimes when a sample is so good, it's like the drums can kind of take away. I wouldn't even be surprised yeah. if like, there were drums on it, and then like he might have like just took a listen to it and just was like, "Yo, we gotta like use like like more lighter drums. Like we can't like you can't tell me alchemist, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe he didn't put drums on it like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if like I don't know this to be true. If Neverlasting Story, I don't think that has drums on it at all, right? Neverlasting I'm Story.
0: Sure. I think I, I'm not. I, I'm not 100 sure, but I want to say no. I want to say there
1: is no drums on it. Yeah, I would play it, but you you freaking iTunes bots would like take this podcast off. So I'm not. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I ain't gonna do it. That. But 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 <laughs> y'all bots are like <laughs> scanning to hear like Universal Music Group content. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. That never-ending story has drums. It may have drums, but they're not heavy. And so I I say all that to say, like, I like heavy drums. Uh, I do feel a way about it, but I understand why he doesn't have them Because um, when you have certain lush samples, it's a debate. It's not really a right or wrong answer. It's a debate of whether or not you you know a good example? Griselda, right? Mm-hmm. If you listen to a lot of their records, to me, I don't remember heavy drums. I mean, he they do got a lot of records with drums, but it, they got a lot of records where West Side will really be rapping and it'll be on mm-hmm. a sample loop, and it really don't be no drums mm-hmm. on there like that. So mm-hmm. I yeah. get it but as a I get it but I I feel I feel like I I I really like drums and I just you know when it doesn't have drums but they kind of find ways around it I feel cuz like I was just bumping it just a minute ago and I feel like there are moments when drums are in I know blinding light I mean <laughs> blinding light. the blinding the blinding that flip mm-hmm. the hip boy flip mhm now those are eight oh eights, those are eight
0: Well,
1: speaking of the blinding, and i'm I'm getting off topic, but I
0: hopefully we can get back on topic, but I just thought about something that I did think about that particular song um doesn't seem or maybe it's just me. That song seems very much so like a song that would be on a Kanye album. Yeah. Maybe before the Jesus Talks or whatever the song the album was. Jesus uh, Talks. Jesus is King. <laughs> Maybe before Jesus is, is King, Uh, you know, Kanye. But it definitely sounds like a very Kanye type of like record overall.
1: You know what I mean? I agree. You know what it sounds like? Remember that song that had Rihanna on the uh the beginning of it on the Pablo album? I just wanted you to know. It got some I mean it's probably oh, yeah. listen, guys, it's probably completely different. All right, y'all guys, like I y'all, y'all guys couldn't wait for me to say that and then go to your iTunes and find out it that I'm talking about just the vibe of the records. Play the Pablo record and then play that record. The Swiss part is the part that kind of to me the drums sound similar. They they probably are not mm-hmm. that similar, but the vibe of those records. Swiss, I think Swiss produced the one with Rihanna on Pablo record. Um, I just want you to know. <laughs> I would not be surprised. You know, what I mean? yeah, I man, isn't he on that? One? I mean,
0: on that
1: song. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he's like, uh, they got all them Swiss ad libs all through the beat. Talk that shit, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement. It definitely you could put Yay on it and it would have it would have um been Pablo esque, Pablo era. Right, exactly. Pablo era. Yay.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think that you know, the lack of drums on this album it's like a hit or miss thing. Like it's a mixed bag because um, drums are such a prominent thing in, in hip hop period. Like, you know, in, if you want to say urban music, uh, black music in general, drums are very important. But at the same time, I do understand why they pulled back on that. Uh, for all the reasons you stated, but also because I think they wanted you to focus on the words being said. Um, more than necessarily the music and sometimes you know drums can overpower everything but especially the lyrics and i think that i think jay electronically definitely had a message that he was trying to get across and i think it's it was important for him to get that message out it's important for people to actually hear the words he's saying um in order for them to hear the message
1: not not to cut you off, but you you just had me think of I you just gave me uh a point. You gave me like another idea of why I think they took the drums out. Um all those, but I also think there's a debate that can be had. Um I think Jay Electronica's voice is a thing. And what they can do with it is going to be even more of a thing. And what I mean by that is as like I'm I don't know if Guru he hasn't talked about it like that but I would think that there's a decision that you have to make with um like depending on how heavy those drums are where his voice sits we're back on the rap nerd talk where Uh his voice sits is probably somewhere where the bass drum lives. Like I want to say it's more of where the bass drum lives for mixing purposes. I, I don't know how heavy a drum you can put in it where his voice and the drum aren't fighting each other. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, yeah. this is not him just, you know, if you just talking a whole bunch of, you know, you just popping shit, it may not matter if the clarity of your voice is, like, there. Mm-hmm. But if you are actually, like, saying something and you are taking people somewhere, to have a abusive, violent drum, like, all on <laughs> your voice, man... That's another thing that I think you know, I wouldn't be surprised yo, hey bro, I wouldn't be surprised if these niggas a lot of these beats had drums. I think like drums could have been sent with them and Guru could have been mixing and Guru could have been like, you know, yo. They could have had a serious conversation. We don't know this, but this is just my theory. They could have had a serious Mm -hmm. conversation like, hey yo Jay, Jay let. I think that some of these records, we should take the drums out or ask them to, to allow us to, like, are they cool with us switching drums to some other drums that are a little bit more light? Because even the times I hear drums, sometimes they're, like, even on blinding, to me, the AO8 sits in a way that, like, it's it's there... But it doesn't, the way they mixed it, shout out to Guru, it doesn't, like, mess with his voice. They may even, I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped the volume a little bit when yeah. when when, uh, when Hit Boy Park getting in. Like, it's there, but, like, when he starts talking, if I was to really be on some, like, other stuff and put headphones on stuff, I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped that volume just a little bit because, like, Jay Electronica's voice is gonna be a thing going forward. Cause I think this album also exposed like some of his stuff. Like, I can you can you put like okay, we're talking about Yay. Can you put Yay type beats with with uh Jay Electronica? I don't know mm. if I would do that. If I was exec producing this joint, I don't know. And not that he can't rap on them, but it's like, can he take bass drums going all through this joint in the area where his voice lives? That's a question. I don't know if I have the answers to it, but I got a theory that they took drums. I feel like they either took drums out of it or they switched drums to fit the fact that he has a voice that lives in a weird area of the of the beat. What do you think about that? I think that that,
0: that probably is part of it too. That definitely could possibly be true. Um, and maybe once they did it on one record, they felt like they had to carry it out throughout the, most of the rest of the records as well. It also just seems like uh, whatever his production style is, and I don't know how to describe it as a bit, it's different. It's definitely non-conventional. It's not grid. And maybe
1: that's. It's not grid. It's not locked into a... I don't think it's locked into a grid. I could be wrong. I could be like, lo- you know, uh, somebody, somebody could send you me the sure file. Like, or... just. They just playing it, or like, what's going on? Yeah.
0: It's fairly very sloppy. Yeah. But it's I feel like it's intentionally sloppy.
1: Um. But. He could be playing it. I mean, he could take three minutes. I mean, those songs aren't long. Maybe he's playing it live. I don't know. He could. I I would not be surprised if he. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if he took like. uh, I don't think those songs are really long, but let's just say two minutes and something. He just keeps, you know, just keep playing it to give it that like. I'm on the pads and this is real. I'm real drumming on the pads. You know, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's not locked. It's not quantized. Those drums aren't quantized. No. When, when they're there, they're not no. they're not locked in the grid. Like these are very off one on two, off three on four or like right. Mhm. They're, they're definitely not locked drums. So I It is it one and that's another thing. Like I like drums. I like heavy drums with like bass. Even if they're dirty, I like dirty, heavy drums. I like like really solid kicks and like really cracking snares. Um and I kinda like gridded type music. I I'm not yeah, very, too. you know, I, I'm not that, you know, some people are real like they like the um I almost wanna say is it like Miss uh MF Doom? Yeah, like Nick, you or know, like can Dilla. you can say Dilla, Dilla. was a little, <laughs> you know, kind of you could get a snare off a little bit. Um, I feel like Mad Lib does that too, where it's kind of like yeah. you could get beats that aren't necessarily on. Um, um, I feel like Madlib does it like I feel like Madlib does a good job with Freddie on that, especially that last album. It's bass, but it's not overpowering. Cause Freddie to mm-hmm. me is also a guy that like he can he can add energy to it, but he got a voice that kind of lives in an area that you don't want to put like abusive drums on it. It just kind of like yeah,
0: he can be monotone. He can be monotone in his inflection too, as a rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, it it is. I I think I think going forward. I think people there will be more people to give it more of a chance, but I do think in going forward they're going to have to I'm saying it today, they're going to have to figure out um how they want to go forward. Like do they want him to just kind of you know if he's a producer, are, y- are, y- are y'all just going to stick with him just doing his own beats and doing it the way he does it, but in my opinion, personally, I would have took. I'm I, I'm cool with the album the way it is. I would have took an album where it was four songs, or mm-hmm. you know, or five songs. Like if 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 five songs, if he has a hard time getting ten, and he says, you know what, I can get five. Give me like like a month, and I can get five. Like solid, done, mix all three verses you know hooks all of that like just give me a month like i got all these pieces give me a month and i can give you 5 i'm cool with that i don't i don't need jay electronica to try to be you know i just don't think he needs to try to be the guy that can give me 20 songs or 15 songs or you know what i mean or even 10 i don't i don't think he has to do that and I think there's a lane that he can live in where he doesn't make volume, but he gives you extreme quality.
0: Well, I also, I, I somewhat disagree with that. And this is why I say that. This album only has, like, what, in total, like, eight songs or something like that? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, because the intro and... I feel like if he had more songs, You know, sometimes more songs can be like a gift and a curse but if there's more songs on an album I think some of the critiques that he's getting he wouldn't be receiving I don't know whether he actually cares or not but it gives people more opportunity to have things that they actually like from the album and it kind of takes away from the things that you may not like from the album but I think one of the main critiques is that you know Even though I do think it was purpose, it was on purpose, you know, I think he did have a message he was trying to get across. A lot of the things are kind of repetitive from song to song to song to song to song to song. And I know it was, um, you know, an an overall message that he wanted to get across, but it seems as though maybe he didn't get in in that much depth about really anything. Uh, But if he had a couple more songs on there where he did give, you maybe not you know, super in-depth story or whatever the case may be, but just something other than you know what he did give you. Maybe it would have provided at least, at least a little bit more balance, you know. Um, because when it's only a certain amount of songs, it's easy to pick that apart. You know what I mean. Um, also, you know I mean, still, you don't want it to be too many songs either, because then it's just a bunch of filler too. But I think part of it is just like, damn, we waited for ten years, ten years plus. This is all we got. You know what I mean? Uh, but I do I do agree with part of the point of being like I don't obviously he's never gonna be a volume guy anyway. And I think it may have been a struggle just for him to put these songs together, you know, kinda we were talking about earlier. So To ask him to do a couple more songs, was that even possible? You know what I mean. It may have been
1: hell next year by the time that actually happened. I definitely believe it. I definitely believe it, and I think, (laughs) you know, I think, I think. Look, is there some truth to? Is there some truth to the fact that fans are giving it like, yo, man, y'all, y'all cats gave him a lot of gas? Yeah, there's some truth to that. But is there some truth to that? Like, yo, man, the nigga can rap. There's some truth to that, too. I think that somewhere. I think that. They rock nation has to have a conversation about what their expectation. I'm sure the expectation was, let's just get it out here and let's give it to the public. And let's just see what the response is. You know, what I mean, we yep. we keep holding this album, and we're not going to know any more than what we know yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. we have to put the art out and get a response. That's the only way you know what it is. Um, exactly. And I think they got a response. I think. I think the J thing is noise. I I really think that the J thing is noise. I think that. It's it's valid. There are valid there are some valid things that you can say about it, especially if it's your debut album. But I also think that like look, man, like you said, Dr. Dre had Dr. Dre had like he had Daz, he had Nate, he had Snoop, he had mm-hmm. Lady Rage, he had RBX, you I mean he had Warren G. He had Dr. I mean Doctor Dre, had... Dr. Dre has had songs
0: on several albums where he's not even on the song. <laughs> you know what I mean like it's not unprecedented hell if you think about it one of my favorite albums of all time uh, Cuban Link you know the purple tape there's a ghost song on there with no Raekwon whatsoever Raekwon is not on that song at all it's just ghost so not as if it's unprecedented or it's never has to be before I just think people after the long wait just wanted more of him but again like we were saying I don't, I don't know if he was able to to do that You know, I don't know if he was able to actually give us that
1: and I I don't <laughs> I don't charge him I, I guess I guess I'm one of the you know because I've had a couple friends with you know they like you know they they you know, they they set the you know, they set the paper on fire. They're like, yo man, we waited all this time, you know, you know, he may he may not he just don't got it. Da da day da. and they and they felt the type of way. And my response to them and my response to the people is you know, listen, I think that there has to be a level of understanding where it's like um I think you you can't I think you just gotta like you gotta look at what Jay Electronica is, what you like about him, and then really look at his history and then say what is your expectation? Like, to me, I never expected to hear the chronic. I never expected that. I'm not and and, and, and let me be clear to all y'all casting, like that's what I'm trying to say. Jay Electronica can get can rap, yo. Like, he can rap, and he can rap a lot better than a lot of rappers that are out. Like, he raps yeah. way better. Like, look, listen, don't use Jay as the litmus test of whether a nigga can rap or not. Like, it ain't too many yeah. niggas. There's only, like, off the top of my dome, I'm going to say, like, Nas is hung with him. You know? Yeah. Um I can't can't get it. I mean, but we know for a fact Nas is hung with him as far as going blow for blow bars and you don't look like a nigga and get washed. Don't use Jay as the litmus test of whether the nigga can rap because honestly, yo, he can rap. And the best part about his situation is he raps so unorthodox that like he has his own thing. Like it is him. His flow, the way he talks, his perspective—he to me, he got it. Is he a superstar like mega? Nah, I don't think he's a super mega star for various reasons, you know. Like not, but I do think that there is something about Jay Electronica. I do think that there is something about him that makes him where the jury is still out. I can't say that he wouldn't be a mega. I feel like he would never do the things maybe that that he could get to there. No. I don't think he would do the things that you got to do. Like, you kind of got to get outside. If you're going to do small venues and hidden places and stuff, I don't know if that's going to work. But um, I think that people are kind of, you know, once again, like we were saying in the earlier part of this podcast, I think people are just not giving – it time to live like you you listening to me listen the way i felt when it first came out and the way i feel now is is different i, I actually am like yeah. it's growing on me it's it's you know exactly i never said exactly. it was trash ne- all y'all cats that was out there saying it was trash i never said it was trash like i never said it was trash like i never first listened was like oh this thing is trash i i to those who felt that way, you something else is going on. I ain't going to say it was trash. You know, I'm just not going to say that. Like I, don't, I just don't feel that that is true. At all. Is it as great as what people were trying to predict it to be? I don't know that. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's that. But listen, I think it's worth a listen to all y'all that are out there. I think it's worth time. Mm-hmm. I, I think you should give it time. I think you should listen to it. I think you should really not just listen to it, but listen Let to it digest. It, you know? It's, Let it digest.
0: Yeah. It deserves at least a few listens. You know? And if, if it doesn't grow on you at all, then okay, cool. But don't listen to it one time because a lot of the things that we said in regard to this album, why it's a different kind of album, all the reasons why the first time you listen to it, you may be like, hmm. you know, what I mean? that's why people like Joe and other people call it trash because it's very unconventional. It's not at all what you maybe have been imagining in your mind, but just because it's not what you wanted it to be or what you expect it to be, doesn't make it trash.
1: Man. Couldn't have said it any better. Couldn't have said it any better. Man, i like to it's get... It's almost up. like... You know, I'm about to put out an analogy. But let me
0: Tell me what you think about this one. All right, so... Let's say that your grandmother makes a sweet potato pie, right? You love sweet potato pie. You get a slice of this pie. You put your whipped cream on it or whatever you do. You take a big bite out of it, and guess what? not sweet potato it's pumpkin pie. That first bite is going to be nasty because you already had your taste buds ready for sweet potato pie, right? It's the same thing with this owl. You were expecting one thing in your mind because it wasn't that you thought it was nasty. You didn't like it. But once you get rid of all those preconceived notions about what it was going to be and actually give it a chance then you might like it.
1: That, you know what, I think that that is the perfect analogy to explain the J Electronica album and the response. um, I definitely think, you know, we both think you should go check it out. You should listen to it, digest it and, and really, you know, give it a chance. Don't, 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 don't just mail it in, give it a chance. Like to give a shout out to my brother from another mother. You know what I'm saying? My brother for another, yes, from another from another mother, man, coming through in the clutch. You no. Know, yes, you know what I'm saying? Always coming through in the clutch, man. And really, you know what I mean? Like, who else could I talk to but my brother about this album? You know what I'm saying? Hip hop heads, man, hip-hop cats, like they really grew up in it, molded by it. You know what I'm saying? And really, you know, about this hip hop thing. And we, you know, we had to give y'all, you know, our two cents on what we thought about sure. the album that people are talking about today, man. Shouts out to Ron Dizzle, shouts out to my brother here. And uh we gotta do it again, man. We gotta we gotta find another topic to, you know the other topic that we were supposed we were supposed to do. Maybe that'll be the next yeah. one. The one about um hip hop uh sublims. Like they had Jay-Z oh, as the yeah, top yeah, subliminal yeah, disser yeah, of all time, which yeah, I do agree with. Yeah, um, yeah. And so many records that I read like that, I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that Cats was shooting shots. Jadakus was talking, I don't know what uh, yeah. show, he was talking was like, yo. Yeah, 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 he said they were
0: going at each other on the same track.
1: Oh, him, Oh, him and Big, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll yeah. see on the you'll see. Yeah. Niggas talking it, but ain't living. Ain't living it, <laughs> yo. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, we, we, we got to get into that, man. We're going to get into that on the next episode, man. Stay good out there, uh. you know. Stay corona free. Stay corona free. Wait a minute. Yeah, screw all the stuff that you can talk about. You've got to stay corona free. Wash your hands. Wash, Wash your damn. motherfucking hands, man. Damn. With soap. With soap. soap. Don't, don't don't run your hands through the water without the soap, bro. I'm uh, uh, not going to do anything for you. I don't think. The sad part is that we really are telling people to do something that they already were really supposed it. to be
0: doing. We wearing. probably learned
1: that in pre-K. Or in the future, you nothing.
0: Wash your hands, people. It's not that hard. You're not in that much of a rush. Go ahead and wash
1: your hands. And don't and don't touch surfaces and then touch your face. I know that that can be difficult. No. You know, scratch know your face and stuff like that. But you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Wash your hands. Get yeah. hand sanitizer. is not out there like that. Here's a here's a thing. I don't know the You know, Google it. I don't know the numbers. I don't want people to burn their skin or nothing like that. Google it. <laughs> Google it. I repeat. Google it. Uh, you, it's some type of thing do where. You
0: Google.
1: Do your Google's? All right, don't don't give me no message like, yo, man, I freaking my hands is hurt. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. But I do. I um uh, I did hear that if you use a certain amount of alcohol and um aloe vera, you can make your oh, own okay. hand sanitizer. You know, okay. get, go to the dollar store, get like a bottle or something. And then you know, put the put the alcohol. I think it's. I know it's more alcohol than aloe vera, but mix that up. You know. But until then, wash your hands.
0: Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands.
1: Peace.